Hey guys, welcome to Coffee Catch-Ups with me, Amelia Beaumont. And me, Tanya Wiley. Coffee Catch-Ups is a Christian podcast um, all about life in your 20s and being a Christian, about the ups and downs that that brings. Um, we are not theologians, we're not Bible scholars, we are not teachers, we're just two people who love Jesus uh-huh. and want to get to know him better. Tanya, how are you doing? I'm I'm well, I'm really good in fact. Um, guess where I am today, Amelia? Where are you today, Tanya? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the Hilton in Bath. Stop um, it, you absolute name dropper. I know, <laughs> well... It's wow! I'm not normally one to just hang out in the Hilton, but um, I'm on a work gig in Bath, which is beautiful, and they put me up in the Hilton, which is lovely. But so weird because I used to live here, and I'm having all the um, all the feels. What in the Hilton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry to live. I know it. So, yeah. so good. I love Bath. It's so nice. I'm I'm still in the uh, the Costa del Plymouth, so mm. you know, yeah. But to be fair, I mean. I'm on annual leave, so I'm also still kind of loving life. It's great. Yes. We we love rest, rest from work. It's rest. funny that you say rest from work. I feel like we should talk about that. What a segue. What a segue. Do you know what? As soon as I said that, I was like, it's brilliant. <laughs> what a way to transition to what we're mm-hmm. talking about. It's like, I thought you did that on purpose, to be honest, hon. But... I, I didn't, but I was like, I was like, do you know what? We've just got to roll with it. I enjoyed yeah. that. So Tanya, what are we talking about? We're talking about the Sabbath today. Mm. So um, what what is the Sabbath? Um, yeah, Sabbath is a, a day of rest, um, essentially. I don't know exactly what the translation is, but that's that's essentially what the um what the deal is. Um a day to just do do nothing, do we mm-hmm. think? Or just like, I don't know, not do work but do anything else. Well, that's the question, isn't it? And that's the, the debate is, is it, you know, do you have to just do nothing? No, n- no work, no, no like no, nothing exerting in any way. And and I think, you know, even even looking in the Bible, at like the, the at, at the sort of the Old Testament and their idea of the Sabbath and then what Jesus says and how he behaves around it is quite interesting because it's sort of like sometimes a little bit different sure because hmm. sure. there's a lot like you say there's a lot of what Jesus says when all of the religious leaders are like oh, his disciples were doing this on the sabbath they were like mm-hmm. what was it there was I think there was a point where they were like gathering corn or something like that I think it's Matthew 12 in fact um Jesus went through the grain fields on sabbath his disciples were hungry and they began to pluck uh heads of grain and eat uh, but when the Pharisees saw it, they said to him, look at your disciples, uh, what they're doing is not lawful on the Sabbath. And he said to them, have you not read what David did when he was hungry and those who were with him, how he entered the house of God and ate the bread of the presence, which it was not lawful for him to eat, nor for those who were with him, but only for the priests. Or have you not read in law how the Sabbath, how on the Sabbath, the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are guiltless? I tell you something greater than the temple is here. And if you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice. You would not have condemned the guiltless for the son of man is Lord of the Sabbath. Ooh, that's like a mic drop moment. I, I picture Jesus just dropping the mic and just <laughs> sassying his way off, being like, you ain't got nothing on me. Amazing. So true. I love it. I love like Jesus's just super sassy moments. But like his sassy moments are just zingers because they're backed up in scripture. Like he's like, but have you read this book? But do you know this? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so good. So good. Um, 
but yeah like I mean there's so much that you can like take away from that as well in terms of you know what the sabbath is supposed to or or rather not supposed to look like actually I you know the impression that we get from that is actually it's not supposed to be this very regimented you cannot do anything that makes you sort of lift a finger um but actually like there's so much it's it's a a wider idea than that yeah I mean what do you in terms what does sabbath kind of mean to you in terms of what you do do you have a sabbath do you take it or do you kind of like well do you know what this is an extremely difficult area for, for, for me um just to, in terms of doing it practically um because one the sabbath is so important to rest like ultimately it is from from the start of the bible it's it's in there like on the seventh day god rested um and and there is something important about the the seven days the seven days of creation and that making sure you rest in the week um, but to go back to your question, Amelia, it's it's really tricky with what I do to have a routine. And I know there's probably a lot of people, I'm thinking particularly people who are on shift work, nurses and um, doctors and, and people who, who run businesses as well. It can be hard to do that just five days a week. Um, farmers, they kind of have to work every day. Um, so for me, what a Sabbath means is trying to carve out time of resting and oh my goodness it's so difficult like I find it hard I'm a very busy bee um and I've been challenged by many a friend um in fact I've got a friend who's also a performer and she will challenge me and be like hang on have you taken a sabbath and when or when's your sabbath this week because our mind can't be on Sundays all the time because a lot of the time I've got work on Sunday or I'm traveling on Sunday or something or something that's tiring um what about you? Same question, Amelia. What is the Sabbath and do you observe it? I, yeah, kind of yes and no on that one. Because I mean, for me, it's a lot easier, I guess, for, for a lot of people, because I literally have a nine to five job four days a week, not even five. Um, and then kind of on Fridays, I, I volunteer at the museum. But then also like Saturdays and Sundays, even it feels weird to say Sunday almost can't be a Sabbath because I serve at church. It's like okay, for, but for me, it might in my my mindset the way that that works. I'm like oh, okay, that's work, and so okay, Saturdays. But then you kind of as much as I know that I should be doing a lot more to rest. Mm. There's always so much to do, and so it's almost like then there still never seems to be enough time in the day to rest. Yeah, um, I you know it's it's difficult, and I as much as that's a lot for for me, that's a lot of my own fault because I have the time to rest. Mm. Like I'm not. My job does not require me to bring anything home, thank goodness. But yeah, so like I feel like I should observe it. And I, I definitely tried. There was a point where I was like, oh, I need to put in a Sabbath and made that Saturdays. Um, and that was at uni. But like since I left uni, that's kind of like fallen out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think it's an indictment of our like society, though, this like non-resting thing? Um, because, you know, we you always have to be productive. Like, I know that there's a, a huge, there can be a, a, a toxic productivity. And um, and I, I I do feel that I have this in some in some respect. Um, there was a beautiful kind of quote, I'm, I'm gonna misquote it, but it was just going around on Instagram a while back. And it was like, like busyness isn't the same as success. Mm, but we do that, that, don't we? We're like, um, we go, oh, I'm just, I'm just so busy. And almost like we have to be impressed by busyness. Um, 
and I, I think you know I often observe that there's people that are able to be more efficient with their time than others so there's people who will always be busy because they will make um an energy and an effort in what they do make it fill all of their time and they will always be oh my goodness I've got so much on um and and then you know it's quite funny because then suddenly when they have even more on they were like oh my goodness back in back last year when I had that on like I don't know why I was complaining because I have so much on more on now a bit like that transition from first year to second year when you're like oh my goodness I'm so busy in first year and then second year and then third year and you're like wow how did I do this and so I think the the one of the challenges is to how do you rest even in busyness and so that you your your productivity is is calm and not this kind of I desperately need to prove prove I'm being successful I need to make people know that I'm busy I'm going to partly stress myself out about it with the desperate need to be busy for the sake of that that's such a good point I think you know there's like you say that quote is so accurate busyness is not the same as success Mm -hmm. um and you know productivity is also not the same as busyness um is yeah but totally like it's such a societal construct and I think without wanting to go on a on a a political rampage here like capitalism Mm -hmm. is so like it's very like you have to be productive all the time yeah otherwise you're not like valuable as a member of society which is such a lie I think a big part of the mental health crisis that we have going on is because so many people feel that they have to be productive all the time yeah and like that it causes so much anxiety Mm -hmm. and depression as well it fuels it so much because we you know we have these expectations of ourselves and have these expectations that we think other people have of us whether that's true or not Mm -hmm. and so which then fuels disappointment when we don't achieve those things yeah oh Um, big time which is such a huge like thing it's really difficult because you don't want to be like promoting late like that the idleness I think is probably the best word you want to promoting that but productive rest because that's the the thing is is rest is also productive um because it's serving a purpose to replenish restore your mind body and spirit and um and I think that looks different for different people yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and I, I think that's that is the key to rest and and you know in terms of the sabbath whether you take that as a day or an afternoon or or whatever um it's it's finding those things that like you say will replenish you they might be completely non-productive it might you might get really refueled mm-hmm. watching netflix for an entire afternoon and that's great yeah. and that's okay that's so okay but also you might be really refueled like for me i really enjoy doing um like it's super nerdy but like online courses like for like history stuff or language stuff um just really love it and it's something that I find really enjoyable and so for me I can count that as part of my rest time because actually it's not something that I find stressful unless I put too much pressure on it and then it becomes stressful and Mm -hmm. I think that's a real key is how much pressure we put on things as to whether they can be restful or not like things outside of your work if you're choosing to say like give yourself deadlines inappropriately and say oh I have to have this done by this point otherwise I failed yeah like if that's not something that's genuinely going to make a difference to your life that deadline Mm -hmm. like chill for sure Mm -hmm. 
what do you kind of do for, you know because obviously you say you you don't get a lot of time to like rest properly what what's your kind of rest activity that you really kind of um oh that's a good question so like well first of all I think um for me it's about knowing knowing the act like you say the activity that can be restful and and also who are the people to be around that when you're resting um so one of my biggest things is hiking and up hiking. um it just makes me so happy when I get for a walk um even even by myself like the other day um the other day like um the beginning of September end of August um I went for my first kind of really long hike by myself and I was quite worried not like not enough to like really get me anxious but I was just like um worried because before I, I don't really like spending very much time with myself it's not it's not my thing <laughs> I thought you were into it oh you clearly don't know me very well then um, <laughs> <laughs> but actually I really enjoyed it going out by myself and I felt like really close to God um out in nature and something beautiful to to see and I think for me that's why it's really um it's real it's proper rest because it's also something that I feel brings me closer to God because I don't I think the Sabbath the key thing about the Sabbath isn't just a day off it's it's a day off dedicated to resting in the presence of God mm. um and so something that I want to do better at is to bring that in more to my rest time and bring God in more into that day into those days and the, whatever that is um so so that it really truly is not just a rest for my mind not just a rest for my body but a a spiritual rest 100% love that really love that and it's so you've really hit the nail on the head there and that is the heart of the sabbath it's not about essentially it's not about us like as much as resting physically and mentally is important mm -hmm. and taking that time out from work kind of practically yeah actually this is this is the heart of the Sabbath. Um, there's the verse in the Ten Commandments, which actually I think, I think this is the commandment that gets looked over, arguably the most. I don't know whether okay. it is the most. Um, but Exodus 20, verse 8. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labour and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son nor your daughter, nor your male nor female servant, nor your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns. For six days the Lord, for in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them. But but He rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Um, and that's Exodus twenty eight to eleven. Um, and like again, you know it. <laughs> There's a, there's a lot of debate, as we've already said, as to whether the Sabbath should be like one day out of seven. I mean, that mm -hmm. suggests that it really should be. Um, and probably ideally, that is what it should be. But like we say, like there are people who literally cannot physically take that time out. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, when it I think particularly when it talks about how the Lord rested on the seventh day of creation, it's not that he needed that rest. It's that he took that rest mm. as a choice to admire everything yeah. he made and I think like what you're saying really gets to the heart of that because actually like we should be taking that time to 
of my creation but also as you say spend time in the presence of God which is the most important thing because actually even if everything else around us is chaos which it often is like you know it's really hard to take that time out fully and kind of forget not necessarily forget work but just not be kind of thinking about it in that moment um like ask the Lord to help you do that and in taking that time that's the most important because actually it recenters you yeah I completely agree I, I think that's beautiful what you said and you reminded me of like how many times that Jesus says come to me uh, if you are if you are weary or heavy laden I think that's in Matthew somewhere um yeah Matthew 11 28 come to me all who are labor um and who are heavy and I will give you rest and there's like you know the the um description of of God is this you know the living like the well and come come to the well kind of thing and there's so much come and rest and sit in in the presence of the Lord Jesus says peace peace to you um and like just so this peace beyond all understanding if you're so busy you won't notice it or you won't ask for it and that idea of um resting is not only because God commands it but because only then do we do can we actually grow in relationship with him because if we're so busy doing our lives um and forgetting to hang out with with God we we miss out on so much we miss out on on um yeah on that relationship and, and maybe the sabbath is is a fantastic opportunity to go well this is my god day um and you hear about people doing it in marriage my parents tried to do it as well that kind of idea of well we're going to have a date day in the week um and i think that they have to my parents have to be really intentional and really like with their diary this is i mark it on paper our date day i will not book in anything else and I think that's how we need to approach the Sabbath, not not just like we'll fit it around our stuff. I mean, there, there is nothing of that when you run a business, but, the, but there's still that actually I'm going to honor God with this day. A bit like, you know, when you tithe, you give the first fruits. Go, I, I honor God with this this day, which is really challenging to myself because I don't do that. So I need to. Um, <laughs> so I'm just just I'm just going to look at myself down the camera. And go, you need to do this. <laughs> He's confessional everybody mm-hmm. um yeah no I I love that and it's, it's something our vicar says a huge amount actually is about diarizing certain things yeah diarizing that time with God and it's so true and I think it's like it's it's almost hard to do because we're not like because in a sense because we're, we're not with a physical person like it's hard it's harder to not book stuff in for that time it's like oh I can shift my time with God because I can talk to God anytime yeah yes you can but also there's a real like you know hard truth time here Mm -hmm. we really need to question where our priorities lie yes if we're shifting that time it's the same like I'm coming back to this marriage metaphor I know I'm not married but like it's the same thing couples do it when they live together or they think I see that person all the time but how like and oh we just spoke the other day or we've chatted every day but have you actually chatted? There's a difference between this sort of within within a relationship with another person. There's a difference between this, this sort of menial chat and actually quality time. What is quality time? And the Sabbath should be quality time with God. Yeah, hundred percent. It's just it's one of those things that you kind of can't drum in enough, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so because in the end, and I've I you know we're not experts at this. I really struggle mm-hmm. diarising that time with God. I really do. 
because it's one of those that it's like I'm I'm quite task orientated yeah and so I you know I have my to-do list for the day and again it's kind of like oh well that time of God can get moved because you know again I can do that anytime it's okay um whereas actually I'm really bad at putting in that time in the diary and and same if you know if we're talking about a sabbath in terms of whether that's a day or an afternoon or or whatever really bad because you know there's constantly that you know the the thing is the to-do list will never end yeah and and so if you prioritize your tasks over that time with god you're going to find that that relationship dwindles and i you know i'm saying this from personal experience i've come so bad at it like there was a point when i was in latin america um you know we we had all obviously all of our amenities stripped away yeah it was almost like we had no choice but to spend time with God because if we didn't have that dedicated at least half an hour in the morning Mm. you did not get through the day (laughs) like it was crazy like just the the mental pressure was insane yeah Um, obviously it was a fantastic experience but I think it was only a fantastic experience because we dedicated that half hour we literally said as a team in the mornings we do not speak to each other from seven to eight in the morning so that we can have our quiet times Mm. um and oh my goodness that worked wonders (laughs) that's so good I love that and that there's a kind of accountability within that as well don't talk to me don't talk to me I'm talking to God Um, and that's beautiful and I think that can be really helpful if you struggle with it and I think one of the things I would say to if anybody's listening and they're like I just did so much a whole day and it feels overwhelming you know like I didn't think I can do that then like starts baby steps um because I I have to do that especially if you're out of the habit of it and it's I think you know it's it's important to make this a habit so that you don't no longer have to sort of really really carve it out but that it's it, it's becoming more excitement to to have the sabbath because the sabbath is where god is going to heal you the sabbath is where god is going to replenish you fill you with peace fill you with the fruits of the holy spirit probably fill you with the gifts of the holy spirit this this is a day that should be exciting rather than a day i have to make myself stop stop and stop and and then we can think of the other days as exciting when we're partying or we're doing a job that we really want to do or whatever um and and so actually we should get excited for the Sabbath. Um, and I've got a friend, she's not a Christian actually, but she loves her nap time. And she 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 has a Sabbath, even though she doesn't like it's not a holy Sabbath, because her Sundays, she's like, I don't do anything on Sundays. And she's so good at napping and so good at saying no when people are like, Do you want to come do this? Because that's always me. I'm always like, let's go for walks. Um, and she's like, No, <laughs> I'm having my time with the sofa. And I'm like, I love it. it's her priority and when I was younger I used to think that's so she's so lazy but now I really respect and honor her um no I need to rest and I'm no matter how much pressure you put on no matter how much peer pressure you, for me to come out I'm gonna say no 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 I'm like yes girl and on a on a on a level really what you're, like kind of what you're saying with the Latin America thing I, I imagine I mean how long were you there for quite a while Four and a half months. Four and a half months. So did it become easier the further along you went? Like, did it just become, this is what I do now. This is what I do every day. Um, yeah, but also like on what you were saying, you want to do it more and more. Yes. You just become to just absolutely cherish those times. That's, that's really cool. And that and that's so exciting. And I think if anybody's like listening, and I know I, I've certainly been through times like this, and, it, you know, and we will talk about it in another episode, 
um, episode, another podcast, um, is that when, when you haven't spoken to God for a while, when you've been away, um, for whatever reason, um, it's a spiritual battle coming back um, and coming and hanging out with God. Uh, but there's no condemnation. God is so always happy. Like think of the uh, parable of the prodigal son. Always so happy when someone comes back and talks to him. So if you're like, hey, I haven't done, I've never, I've never done Sabbath. I've never done it. Or if you're like, oh, I used to talk all the time, but I didn't. And I like really encourage you to just, just give it a go and just do it for a bit because God will be so happy and and I'm sure you will be too mm. um but also actually you reminded me I think because we we talk a lot about being in our 20s because that's our lived experience so far uh I think we've probably got more time to ourselves than we possibly might ever um as single Christians um who don't have families or anything like that um obviously we both have busy lives and busy jobs but this is a really good time to start practicing and doing and making it a habit that you take into forever. And I think if any parents are listening, practice it with your children because that's a skill that rest time should be taken in. And it's so, like we were saying at the beginning, so counter our culture at the moment. Mm, absolutely. Uh, can I just say amen to like everything <laughs> you just said? yes so good like literally everything you said for the last like 10 minutes has just been so on point um but yes so true like like you say we have so much time um that we're not going to get back essentially um not to (laughs) not to make that a pressure thing but like you know actually you're right like we do have so much so much time on our hands even though obviously we're all all busy but if you start forming these habits now to take that into the next stage of life, whether that's marriage, whether that's family, whatever that is, mm-hmm. um, is going to be so important. And it's it's one of those, you know, actually we don't know what's what's coming in the future. We've got no idea. Um, I mean, case in point, 2020. But like... <laughs> no, I didn't need reminding of that. Thanks. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, it's you know, that was a foundation-shaking year. Yeah. And if you don't have those foundations set in mm-hmm. the Lord like you know you're gonna really struggle and I and you know god forbid we ever have to experience anything like that again but you know at the same time it's so important to start building these foundations if you start putting into practice this this rest time this sabbath whatever that looks like for you um, and you know that quality time with god every day because it is important to do it every day whether you start doing it every day now or whether you build up to that like it's so important and again it's 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 getting those priorities straight because actually if your faith and your relationship with God is not the most important thing in your life sort it out mate I say this to myself I really do but yeah but like one of the other things that uh I really wanted to say and I really felt the Lord like pressing on me Mm -hmm. um was this idea of like you know kind of going back to the busyness thing Mm -hmm. um there's a phrase that I've you know been kind of thinking of quite a while um like into you know a few months um you were not created to strive Mm. um and I think that's such a pertinent one for like all of us but particularly you know this culture around us 
is basically saying hustle 24 7 yeah like actually that's not that's not biblical it's so not biblical Mm. um and you know actually going back to the phrase you were not created to strive yeah um because it's not supposed to be this constant onslaught like again you know when we look at the creation story god rested on the seventh day he didn't have to but he models that because actually it's so important to take that time out of busyness out of work to just be yeah Um, and the my my favorite bible verse um is psalm 46 verse 10 be still and know that i am god yeah um there's a there's a profoundness to that stillness yeah and it's so like vital because being still is so countercultural. yeah yeah um like again hustle 24 7 that's what we're being told yeah I love that and no I am God it doesn't tell you argue with or or study till kingdom come that that you know delve into the word by all means delve into the word it's fantastic to do but to know and there's to know here and there's to know here and there's to know in stillness that when everything else when you're just completely still what is it to know God just you just still amongst anything and I think for anybody who and I know because I've had a a battle with this myself and still do like the the mental health struggle of anxiety or the inability to be in your own company like I was talking about earlier um the inability to be still is not what God wants for you God, it's a gift, that stillness and that rest. God wants to gift you with peace beyond understanding. Um, but it can be a really scary thing because also as, as hard as it is to hear, there is also a spiritual realm that wants to disturb your peace. Because I, I remember a time when I was terrified to spend to have a day off from work. In uh, December 2020, I was doing a kids show um and I was really depressed and I'd I hated being alone um and I really was ill and I was getting medical help for it but um I got a phone call from and I I think I'd worked every day of December um because I was like oh one I need the money and two um I need to work and I got a phone call from the boss one day and was like oh today you don't have to come in we're giving you the day off you've been working really hard and any other person would be like woohoo day off yeah kick back watch Netflix and I cried because I didn't want to be by myself because it was too I was too fearful of that I've got my whatsapp on <laughs> um always one <laughs> usually me too that's so bad. yeah so I was so fearful and and fear is the opposite of peace like it is it's one of the the weapons of Satan and it is only when you come to the Lord, when you come back to the Lord, that you gain peace. Because that still comes back. Like those still, those anxiousness, those that fear of being alone still comes back. And I have to go, God, give me peace that you promised beyond understanding. Um, and when I forget to do that, or when I forget to spend time with God, then that anxiousness and and stuff can come back, particularly when it's triggered. And like you say, it, I think we've been saying over the last few podcasts, it's when you when everything's going well, it's quite easy to let those habits slip of of spending time in the Word, spending time with God, keeping the Sabbath, because um, you're like, well, life's great, I feel good. But I guarantee 
that there'll be something that'll come along soon because that's life that's adulting um and you'll be like oh gosh yeah maybe I should have kept those 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 godly habits ah um (laughs) so true so true and something that just came to mind as well is um in Ephesians 6 when it talks about the armor of God um it's the shoes are not just the gospel it's not just the god it's just the shoes of the gospel of peace Mm. um is the phrasing that it uses and I I love that because actually it's not just you know obviously putting on the full armor of God you're clothing yourself for battle and you're clothing yourself for the the everyday struggle essentially that is the Christian life in a lot of ways um but what you're rooted on the ground you're standing on is peace I love that come on so good (laughs) so like how amazing is that I'm literally I'm realizing this as I'm saying it because it's just such like the Lord just kind of dropped this in but like (laughs) wow we're standing on peace like as much you know we we're close for for defense and for attack we've got the shield we've got the breastplate the helmet all of these defensive things and the sword of the spirit um which is the word of God but like it's yeah (laughs) what are you rooted on you're rooted on peace and a sabbath honoring the sabbath is a key part of that like Mm. it's about cultivating those shoes of peace you know again if if we're rooted on peace if we're if we're having this time with jesus every day Mm. taking the sabbath to rest mentally physically spiritually emotionally like those foundations will grow um but they're only going to grow when you like water the soil beautiful so should we in terms of rounding off mm-hmm. um what would your one practical tip be for people to try and kind of help us cultivate this kind of this kind of thing it's it's a tricky one I think if you can have a routine with it then do and have a day this is my sabbath day um, but if not, then it's putting it's it's actually carving it out. Um, I'm going it, to it's putting it in the diary and having a friend that makes you accountable. So if you're in if you say say if you're in an industry that has a shift work, maybe have a Christian friend who's also in a similar thing who you can check up, up on each other, because like there is something quite nice about having somebody who knows what that is to live that particular lifestyle and have that that specific demands on your time. Um my my top tip really is do it this week yeah love that um I think mine would be find what works for you Mm -hmm. um so yes absolutely carve out that time but when when I say find what works for you in terms of I mean that in terms of what you're doing on that day um so it might be like you going for a hike um, and going for a really long walk whether that's with somebody whether that's alone um ideally finding you know kind of finding that time with god it's actually really good to be on your own even if you're a raging extrovert like my good friend tanya here um, what you mean <laughs> but you know it find find what that is find that restful activity or group of restful activities for you like for me i love it's my absolute point of bliss is reading a book in a coffee shop oh my goodness like did you and- do that today amelia I did I did did you see that on my Instagram story I did I follow you on Instagram guilty and whatever that is whether that is binging Netflix whether that is going for a walk whether that is reading in a coffee shop whatever it is 
find what works for you um and and use it and the same with quiet times as well Mm. that that diarized time with god that does not have to be being on your knees with your hands pressed together in prayer for some people that works and that's brilliant um but also find what works for you because if you're trying to um project what somebody else has suggested or what they do if you're trying to emulate that exactly um that's not necessary it might do but it might not won't necessarily work for you there's a there's a brilliant phrase again that our vicar uses um he says don't what is it he says he says don't necessarily copy this in your own lives because i don't want what is grace for me to become law for you yeah oh yeah and i think and also i think that can change depending on where you're at i think you know it's listening to to what the holy spirit's doing inside of you as well like um because there are definitely days when i want to go for a hike and there are days when i need to not Mm. uh, when i need to really lie down because listening to your body is also a part of of resting going what does my body need because sometimes resting means exercise oddly if you've been if you've been um sitting down all week your body will get joy and peace and rest from going out for a run or for a walk or something which sounds really weird but that you're obviously not resting when you're doing that but you come back and you feel feel restful um so it's a it's it's kind of tuning in and and depending on where you are and what's going on god will will prompt you in what your sabbath is when it is what it is um but most importantly it's with him this week we are recommending a bit of a different one but Mm. a very important one um ways of helping you get to sleep when you're struggling a little Uh, bit tanya do you have any experience with this at all um i don't know i'm i always go to sleep really well (laughs) (laughs) lies (laughs) lies okay so um i'm a recovering insomniac snaps for me um thank you legally blonde reference if you don't know it Uh, (laughs) so this is a really area for me because um I have struggled with it for a long time and I've got several recommendations for you also buckle up kids so Um, my first recommendation is if you are an insomniac and you need to get some medical help please do no shame my second recommendation is um it again I guess what we're talking about is kind of finding what works for you um and for me, a, pod, a comedy podcast is my ultimate way to get to sleep, which is really random. But I quite like something that doesn't like grip me like a good in-depth podcast, you know, like coffee catch-ups. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. Glad you clarified that. <laughs> well, Again, I don't know whether it's romantic or not that you would want to fall asleep to my voice, but... But also narcissistic that I'd be falling asleep to my own voice. Mm. Do you know what? I made a really good point and you just kind of jumped on it and... <laughs> and I beat it. <laughs> no, okay. What I am recommending really is is finding your routine and really honouring your, um, your nighttime. Because one of the things I've learned over my period of trying to recover from insomnia, you can do all of the, like, the practical tips. Like I said, I listen to a podcast that helps me just have this background noise. Um, and also I know people who you know have a particular hot drink that helps them get to sleep or 
or they read a book and these are all fantastic fantastic ways but you find out what what works for you when you're struggling to sleep we've all had those nights when for some reason or not my body is just not sleeping and often it's when you've got to be up early and you keep clock watching you're like oh, if I go to sleep now I'll have three hours sleep if I go to sleep now I'll have oh no no hours sleep um and that kind of clock watching and I think my best tip is actually something that my dad said to me when I was little and I was not very well um and it's the knowledge that rest is the next best thing to sleep so it's as good as sleep um and it's that thought is a really calming one because although I may not be able to sleep right now I know that this resting lying here is still good I'm still gaining what I would from sleep maybe not to the same level but I'm still gaining this isn't wasted time and I know that we can often get ourselves worked up and anxious when we're trying to get to sleep and it's not working just that knowledge that rest is the next best thing to sleep has been really useful for me um and also the knowledge that you can you can and you will if you pray for it especially you can and you will have the energy you need for the next day the best thing you can do is spend time with God in those moments when you can't sleep, because I guarantee you he will honor it um, and and give you the energy the next day. And then the most important thing, not the most important thing, that's the most important thing, the God thing. But another thing to add on is if you're struggling with sleep. Be be precious with with that night routine or whatever it is that that helps you to sleep honor it, protect it. Um, I try not to um, have my phone on too late because I don't want messages from people or any drama from life or work interrupting my evening. And I get—I I think I've expressed it to you in the past when I've been like, why did I open that up? Or why did that person text me late at night? I didn't need it right before I went to bed. Um, <laughs> yes, can confirm you have. <laughs> And so that as well. So I know that's a lot of information, but it was, it was hard to get all I, all I've learned from being an insomniac into, into one point. So. No, definitely. All those are really helpful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a couple, I mean, I not nearly to the same extent as you, but when I was in first year of uni, particularly, I found sleep really difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, when I was in halls, my, my window was like right above the door to our block of flats. And there were these two lads who used to literally every night, sit on the step at the entrance smoke weed and just be extremely loud and it didn't help Mm -hmm. um plus we could hear the campus club from that wasn't great anyway but yeah sleep was really hard um something that a very sweet friend of mine um Kate what an absolute legend she had I told her that I was struggling with sleep and she went to Lush and she bought me um this cream that they have called sleepy oh yeah it's lavender isn't it oh my goodness it smells in flipping incredible I absolutely loved it that was really helpful um not not a sponsored ad but (laughs) also if you're able to recommend it it smells absolutely amazing um uh, but it does really help um but lavender's lavender's got natural qualities that are supposed to help you sleep anyway so that's yes yeah anything lavender Mm-hmm. spray it around um so good but um yeah so it sounds really weird but something that I I think I looked up online because I was having trouble sleeping it's like ways mm-hmm. to help myself sleep naturally kind of thing um it was about kind of when you're lying in bed once you're in a comfortable position 
um, just kind of going mentally kind of going from head to toe and almost like choosing to shut down that part of your body so it's like okay my shoulders mm. I'm not gonna move my shoulders anymore they're just completely still neck and calm and rested and all of that however you want to put it mm. um just kind of going down your body nice. um, so yeah I found that quite helpful um didn't always do it straight away um but yes top recommendation like you said pray yeah um, yeah and you know it kind of like what we were talking about in the main bit of the podcast and yeah. struggling with devotional time make it devotional time yeah you know like don't don't get your screen out because that will like if you've got a phone bible get your physical bible out because that will be much better um yeah and don't worry if you fall asleep on the bible god doesn't mind oh gosh no hope that helps you guys yeah um, um, thank you so much for listening see you guys again yes absolutely oh, and give, us, give us a share and a follow and a review give us a review love you guys bye <laughs> bye <laughs> i was like i'm so good up to do it <laughs> you always do it <laughs> and you do it so well it was my turn to do it badly <laughs>